All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? What up? Welcome in episode 384 of the Real Life Podcast brought to you by the HGA Group here to make your business better. A collection of business services. What up? What up? What up, HGA? What up? Oilers down one nothing in the Western Conference Finals. Thoughts? What up, Western Conference Finals? Yep, that's good. Yeah. What up, HGA? Get our bond money ready for when we're arrested for nudity. (laughs) Okay. Post-celebration fracas. Um... So, what did we think of game one? Let's not talk about the call. Let's just talk about game one as a whole. Do you think the Oilers deserved better, or was that the result they they earned? I thought they... I mean, the first 40 minutes, I didn't think they were very good. Yeah. No. It was the result. Tighten up a lot of that. I mean, like, the Nathan McKinnon goal, you couldn't have given him more space to fly through the neutral zone. So, you tighten some of that stuff up, and they're going to be fine. Yeah. You still scored six goals against the avalanche. Mm-hmm. You came back, yes. nearly came back from four goals down one shot away from sending it to overtime, despite the two goal freebies that the avalanche got. I just, I can't be nervous about what's going on right now. The Oilers are too resilient. They, they are. They were down like to make it a one goal game. Like there's a lot, like that's the big positive is that like they made a shitload of mistakes. Yeah. And they're able to just kind of like figure it out and turn on the heat and make it a close game. And honestly, we probably could have with that onslaught. We probably, if it was still Kemper net would have won that game. Frank who's did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Frank who's came in, stopped 18 of 21. The goals that beat him weren't really his fault. Um, I, there were, we talked about this on the shirt for giant pregame show, but there were concerning parts. I think the way the abs kind of had their way off the rush was not good. The McKinnon goal. I mean, he just, yeah. Yeah. McDavid didn't play him well in the, but we just let him like, like, yeah. like if, as you watch it, you can just see him just come across the ice and no one's moving and are adjusting to mm-hmm. that. And it goes right into a lane to accept that pass. And then yep. you can't let Nathan McKinnon have. Uh, half a step, let alone, you know, I think he had two or three steps on, uh, what was the defenseman there? Darnell. Was it Darnell? Yeah. And also Darnell can't pivot. Like he's, can't pivot right now. he's gotta be, he's gotta be proactive. He's not, his health doesn't allow him to be reactive mm. against the Calgary flames. The others did a way better job of clogging up the neutral zone. If they just get back to that, like that yep. goal doesn't happen. You, the Jay Woodcroft talked about some of the avoidable mistakes they were making. They just, 
it was game one sloppiness. Yeah. yeah. We've seen it Feeling in each every other. game one so far throughout the postseason. Yeah. I imagine I would bet the farm on Woodcroft making adjustments for tonight. Yeah, me too. Um, so let me throw this question everyone's way. Scale of one to 10, how confident are you still that the Oilers will win this series? Wanye? 10? What the fuck? It's one game of the like, man, this reminds me exactly of game one against Calgary. Did I think that Calgary could continue to score nine goals per game, including terrible officiating? No. Did I think, oh, geez, but I bet you Edmonton can continue to score six. It's the same exact game, man, just a different series. I have no doubt in my mind Edmonton is going to win this series, especially now that poor old Kemper is out. Bless his heart. No one would want an injury for our opponent. Mm. Okay. I do. Fuck him. <laughs> wow. Wow. The, the argument, the argument is fan. though, the argument though is Fran Suze is better than Kemper right now. Yep. I, 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 I actually Andy want Andy Fan is playing in the Western Conference. <laughs> yeah. That is play. a tremendous pull by you. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> and I just also want to point out, this is nowhere near the first time where you've just mixed in a CFL player at random points. <laughs> uh, I, thought, I thought that was our, I thought was our, that's our league, man. Yeah. Andy Fantus. Fantus flakes. Yeah. Fantus flakes. Yes. Exactly. The yeah. Fantus flakes after tonight, a f- bowl of losses. If one Oilers player was going to get their own cereal, who would it be? McDavid. Like You'd just be on the 2022 Connor edition flakes. of Pro Stars. Mm. <laughs> Pro Stars. Yeah. Do him, LeBron, and like Shohei Otani. Oh, Neat Otani. Oh, yeah. And we're the Otani boys. Of course. That'd be my new favorite cereal. I, I'm all over. What the I wouldn't place. give for Pro Stars, Jake. Can yeah. we reset the Oodle Little Factory to Pro Star? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man, you know it was everything that Pro Stars that was about that made Pro Stars so good. But the cereal itself, there was just these little tiny hard stars, and they took so long to get them soft. In my mind. I know oh, yeah. what they taste like. They were delicious. Yeah, yeah they were fine. They were fine. I uh, yeah. love they the cartoon. Love the cartoon. Sort of. Wow. Any any cereal. well, it is do- well documented. Any. Any cereal that had a cartoon associated was going to be good. Pro stars, the Hall of Fame for cartoons. Gummy bears, gummy bear cereal. Oh sure. Are you kidding? Like, are you really? kidding? Yeah. Did you ever oh, watch yeah. gummy bears? No. And you're you're thinking the actual like gummies, like gummy bears. Well, I'm trying to figure out what the show was. It was about these bears that were gummy bears. Yeah, and those are gummy berries. Gummy bear cereal, man. I'm not convinced. That'll get you diabetes right oh, quick. There we go. <laughs> The milk glows in the dark. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your insides glow. It's in the dark like too. the it's like the water outside the nuclear plant. Said, I, shut up. There's no way that's legit. It's what? basically that stuff you drink before you have to go for a, a CAT scan. Yeah. Oh, barium solution. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Uh, you know who? Do you know who deserves? You know, it was a cartoon that deserves cereal. If we're gonna go a little Canadiana here, yeah. especially gummy bears, raccoons. Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, wow. Okay. But Teddy Ruxpin wasn't Canadian. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't think. I don't think so. No, because he had yeah, like raccoons. That was legit. Yeah, there, there was like a Teddy Ruxpin doll. I don't feel like the Canadian merchandising. We weren't there yet. He was there. Yeah, no, yeah. we weren't there yet. Yeah, yeah well, talking fair. a talking oh, Teddy Ruxpin doll. Why was Cyril Sneer so weird looking? Yeah, he's a pig man. <laughs> he was. Did we ever uh, find out what he had a heart of gold was? at the end of the day. Cyril Sneer. Yeah. Zero? Did he redeem himself? Well, it did. You could. There's many layers you had to pierce through, well, <laughs> but you uh, you got you got deep enough. <laughs> there was a heart with with Sir Snarl. Cedric was obviously you know great guy. Petrified of his own shadow. Scared of his dad. Yep. Wasn't Good. there a babe in the mix, or was that his sister? Uh, uh, okay, so there's Bert. There's a hot babe. Oh, what are the other two? Because they were a couple. Cedric and. Yeah, they, they were they were. I thought they were a couple. I thought there's the two other raccoons that Lisa were a raccoon. couple. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa raccoon. Of course. And then there was the dog, the dog, the big dog, and then the little dog. What was the little dog's name? He had a little star emblem on his collar. Oh, he was adorable. His name Bright. Or you look at Lisa Bagbell. Can you tell me, ten year old Wanya wasn't wrong to cock an eyebrow at it on the TV? Of course. Oh, she was oh, big time, babe. Yep. That was a great cartoon. It was a hell of a cartoon. I've I've been after, and you can go get them, but I'm waiting to find like the perfect one. I don't know what the hell I want, but I really want to get like a raccoon's sweater or hoodie. Heavy duty. You can get it. I've seen them, but I I, I haven't found the one though that like sticks. Oh, wow. That says like I want that. I know. So the big dog was named Schaefer. Schaefer, yeah. And then Brew was the puppy. Brew. I said bright. What's wrong with this one? This sweater. Uh, it's too, it's too commercial. Like I actually, I wouldn't <laughs> mind getting one that's like, like Burt's B. 
Like, give me a knitted Burt's Bee sweater. Okay. If you're getting that raccoon's hoodie, pick me up a Beachcombers thermos. Oh, what about cold. a relic toque? Wow, fuck. I'd like a today's special vest. I feel oh, like a relic or a chapeau. Fits right yeah, in. one of those chapeaus. Yeah, the vest you was can good. Rock that unironically in 2022. Danger mm-hmm. Bay, Edison Twins. I think Edison yeah. Twins. I don't I know if they're Canadian. If but. the Oilers win the Stanley Cup, I might just turn myself into a vest, no t shirt guy. Wow. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Wow. So, well, okay, well, let's talk about that. So we will, we're, we're going to have a party should that event happen of and you will be Vest Sands shirt. Vest Sands shirt, wineskin. Oh That's yeah. The look. Oh, wineskin under the vest. So it's like right up against your bare skin. That's the look for 2022. Oh yes. For the rest of well, the calendar I related year. to the wineskin. I was watching a very underground behind the scenes rap documentary last night where they were showing the process of making rap songs. It's very interesting. But the point is at one point, about 20 of these cats were all gathered together in a circle. Every single guy had a man bag purse. Oh yeah. Man bag purses aren't in style. They are uniformly issued at the wrapper store. (laughs) Everybody gets one. It's it's they're official. You get the bag and the chain. You're going to think that if you can convince men to wear these things, there's a doubling of the purse industry in the world. Yeah. Like I would rather like this over the shoulder boulder holder nonsense. They were rocking. It looked fantastic. Their pockets were streamlined, right? They were carrying around keys and guns in their pockets like the rest of us. <laughs> it was all in the bag. Well, so speaking about bag wear, you know, I rock a backpack to mm-hmm. move my laptop and notepad around. Mm-hmm. And, you have to. Oh, you have to. But like the one thing I can't do like, that I don't, I don't find comfortable is one strapping. No, I can't one strap. Anymore. I can't one strap. Like, like, but like that was social suicide. And once upon a time in my life, you double strap, but like, and you'd one strap but I don't remember it being as uncomfortable as it is right now. It is so uncomfortable. I bailed on one strapping in grade 12. I couldn't do it. Like, and yeah, also you have to commit one of your hands to it. Yep. So you can't multitask also. And as we get older, I'd like, that is the name of the game is multitasking. I realized that like where it's getting a bag, man. It's, oh. it's like the play. I swear. Yeah. Cause yeah, that then it's strapped to you. And then you're definitely both hands free and it kind of already, it kind of allows you to one strap. Cause that thing is, it goes over just one shoulder. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Jay, you're a hand talker, right? These guys, they were in a cipher. So they were all in like a half moon shape and they all had bags and they were all hand wrapping happily. I'm thinking to myself, if these guys aren't wearing these bags. There's no way they have the hand space to be laying down all these signs. Yeah, that's freedom. Like you can't yeah, that's having that like mental <laughs> confine of like having to like bring that hand back into play. It's just it, yeah. it throws you off your game. You're not going to be able to spit hot fire. And the other day balance. I was debating about a bag and I had a laptop and a file and I was like, no, you know what? I'm just going to carry it. It can't be done. You cannot carry a laptop. You're just raw carrying it. Yeah. You can't rock. Yeah. Right. I was like, whatever. I was walking wow. holding onto my laptop, like a futuristic notebook or some shit, but like, it doesn't work. You need a bag of some variety. I feel like a raw carrying the MacBook is like a very tech industry thing to do. <laughs> you know, like someone's just always cruising around with their little, like, yeah, like a modern notebook. Yeah, man. I've always been a one shoulder business bag kind of thing. Like you see the bag. Oh, satchel. Yeah. But I, I, I will admit you guys are backpack people and I'm kind of like, I, I think I could make the change. Back so then backpack. do you, so then do you, do you go, uh, crossbody? No, yeah, I'm, crossbody no, versus just, what would you call it? Parallel? Yeah, yeah no, I'm a parallel. parallel. Oh, but yeah. then, then you got to tend to the strap. I never I'm walk done. long. You know what? That's what I've yeah. t- I'm done tending to straps. I think that's, that's what fair. I've grown. I've yeah. I've grown past the point of having tending straps be part of my day to day duties. I am over it. Okay, yeah, that's fair. You know whose take we should get on this? John, John, John Scott. Scott. I was going to say Chalmers, uh, but he didn't that. show up anymore. He didn't show up. All right, uh, we are going to chat with John Scott here in just a second. John Scott back on the Real Life Podcast, and John, we're just going to let you right into the documented Oilers fan, documented Oilers fan, John Scott, <laughs> believer. He has never Lifelong. stopped believing in them. Um, we're going to talk hockey, but first, the conversation we were having before you joined us: Are you a laptop in the backpack guy? Are you a raw carry the laptop, or do you have like one of those one strap business bags? How do you transport your important goods to and from work? I I don't. I I, oh. I never I never carry my laptop, and if I do, I just carry it in my hand. Mm, raw carry like on a plane places bareback. I never I yeah. never go on a plane anymore. Mm. I'm done. Done with planes. This is the rock. I haven't, I haven't flown in probably four years. Really? 
Yeah, three and a half, four years. Um, yeah, okay. John's got a raw carrier of the laptop. That's interesting. Unexpected. Raw carrier. And my laptop is from, and I'm, I was talking to my wife about this yesterday. It's from 2000 and I want to say seven. Whoa. And it's still oh, wow. got the CD insert on the side so I can watch DVDs. Like it's an old <laughs> oh, that's laptop. Nice. That's, that's good old. for the road. That's, <laughs> so let's uh, let's get into the hockey, John. Uh, earlier in the year, if you remember, you joined this podcast and me and you got into it about just how good the Edmonton Oilers were capable of being. And uh, we were on different sides of that debate. What have you thought of the Oilers run to the Western Conference Finals? You know... I thought about this a lot and <laughs> I, I did eat some crow. I, I will mm. say that it's been a good run for the Oilers. When you look at the run, they get, they get to play the LA Kings in the first round. The LA Kings rightfully so are not a playoff team. They weren't that great in the regular season. They kind of got gifted the spot because Vegas was terrible during the regular season. Vancouver couldn't find their footing all season long and in the West, the last two or three spots were, you know, not, not strong teams, especially in the Pacific. The L.A. Kings weren't strong. So I, I'm going to give the Oilers, you know, the gift of playing the L.A. Kings in the first round. I was surprised the Calgary series. I really was. I thought Calgary was earmarked for the Stanley Cup finals. I liked the way they were built. I thought they were going to roll through the Oilers. I thought they were too much. Any way you wanted to play, you want to score. They were better scoring team. You want to, you want to hit, let's hit. I got, I got Lucic. I got good Branson. I got Richie. I got all these guys who can bang with you. If you want to play skill, you want to play fast. They can beat you in any different way. The Oilers completely dominated them. I, I was totally surprised at how, deep the Oilers were. And I know McDavid and Drysdale had a huge series and they put up record points. The, the secondary guys played well, the tertiary guys, they did step up and they played well, like just throwing away 97 and 29. Ryan stepped the up. Yamamoto played. Okay. Poviari played good. Kane these was guys, good. These guys played good. And, and I was actually blown away by how well they played. And, even besides that, the defense, Duncan Keith, he's looking 10 years younger, fellas. Like he's, he's playing great. He's jumping up in the rush. He's making smart reads. He played well that series versus Calgary. So yes, I, I was wrong. I'm ugly. <laughs> looking. You're popular. I'm stupid. I, I, I was wrong on the Oilers. They, 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 they knocked my socks off that series. I was blown away every single game. I was like, how are they doing this? It was, it was a complete shock to me. Well, and I think it was a complete shock to even the most diehard of Oilers fans. Cause like, we certainly didn't see the Oilers winning in five games after losing game one. Like that part was just like, it was weird. One, how well the Oilers played and they definitely played to their fullest potential, but also like the flames, like Chuck just poof gone out of the series. Goudreau, like, poof yeah. gone out of the series like Calgary, man, that that's going to be an interesting summer down there. Well, especially with the free agents. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned it. Goodrow. Does he come back? What's what's going on? And then what happens with Markstrom? He was your Vesna trophy MVP, just a tank throughout the regular season. He was horrible. Like his save percentage, every single game was eight fifty and under like it was, it was a train wreck every single game with him. I, I don't know what happened. The coach, Woody, friend of mine, I know Woody from back in the day. I think he nailed it. They overworked him in the regular season. And that's a Daryl Sutter, Daryl Sutter, typical thing to do. He, he worked Jonathan quick in LA. He, he just, he was his horse. And I don't know if that wore Markstrom out, but he didn't look, he didn't look like the same goalie we saw in the regular season. He was terrible. Yeah. As bad as Mike Smith was, Markstrom was worse. Way worse. And, and Smitty was good. I'm giving Smitty a hard time, but boy, was he bad. <laughs> uh, let's. I, I want to dig into this Woodcroft thing a little bit because he is yep. a hero up here. Like this city, oh, yeah. we love Woody. They love the guy. What are what are you, what's your experience with Woodcroft? How do you know him? Like what? How far back do you guys go? Well, he was my coach in San Jose um, for one year, but I knew him before that. I. I trained with his brother, Todd. We, we had these ties from Minnesota where I worked out with Jeremy Clark. Todd Woodcroft was always around. And then Jay would come around and we'd pal around and we, we were friends, you know, we'd hang out in the summer in Minnesota and we just kind of got this relationship together. And then I, I crossed paths with him again in San Jose and he obviously went his own way, but he's, he's a great coach. When I was in San Jose with him, he saw things in the game that nobody knew. Like he, he, just developed San Jose's power play. And then everybody copied it. Now the, the, the breakout where the first guy rips up and they drop it back to the defenseman or the forward swinging low. He was the innovator of that. 
He's the one who came up with that in San Jose. So he he's a smart guy. I'm glad he got a chance at Edmonton. And I'm glad he's he's doing well because if they go out in the first round versus LA, he gets fired. And I, I think that would have been a mistake because he's going to be good. Finally, in Edmonton, they get a coach who can, I, I think, play to your top guy's assets. He's an offensive-minded guy. He puts them in a position and he plays them. I think it's great. I, I love seeing those guys out there 25, 26, 28 minutes a game. I think you need to do that. And and they're flourishing. Look at him. He's having a – it's insane, the points that they're getting. It's absolutely yeah. insane. And in, in the playoffs. Well, essentially, until like we had a hot start and then we started shooting the bed. And until Woody came in, we were the team that you thought we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's come in and like, like how is he as like a communicator? Cause like, he's he, like just how he talks publicly, I assume is how he kind of approaches talking to players. Like he seems to just keep things mellow and chill uh, and try to, you know, keep these guys. I feel like he can keep these guys confident. He's totally laid back. He He's just a confident, like you said, laid back guy. I've never really seen him get upset. You know, I think he's too smart for that. He's been around the game a long time. I saw something somewhere. He's the first video coach to ever like get a head coaching job and then make the playoffs and coach a hmm. playoff game. So he respects the game. He, he appreciates where he at, where he's at. And Gosh, like, I don't know. He's just a good coach. He's just yeah. a chill guy. He's not one of these guys who's going to blow up. He's not one of these guys who's going to freak out. He's a guy when there's, you know, adversity, he's a calming influence. And I think that's a good thing, especially in game ones, like Edmonton, you've struggled. He's like, you know, we're, we're fine. Let's write the ship. Let's keep chugging away. And you come back and you make a game of it. And that's why I think you guys won the, I say you guys like you're on the team. That's why I think Edmonton won that series versus. We like Calgary to think we are. Yeah. You guys go down and you're down four goals. If you would have just packed the bags in and not made that comeback and made it a game, I think Edmonton loses that series. Wow. But the fact that you were able to come back, tie it up, put a second guess in Calgary and give yourself that confidence to come back in games two through four and win that game. And I think that's what happened last game versus Colorado. You did the exact same thing. You go down seven to three. It's like, oh, we're done. No, 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 no. Seven, four, seven, five, seven, six. And it's like, we can, we can hang with these guys. This is going to be a series. That's why I think it's going to go six, seven games because Edmonton has that mentality and Jay Woodcroft, he's instilled that in the boys. There's no give up last year. It would have been done. Pack it in. We're done. You know, we're going to lose nine to nine to three. Like, let's try to get them next game and not, not this year. It's a completely different team out there. So uh, that was going to be my next question. I think he kind of just answered it. Are you, you're pretty confident the Oilers can steal a game two, three, maybe even four from the Avs. Like you think this is maybe even closer to a coin toss than maybe a lot of experts thought it was. I don't think it's a coin toss. I think Colorado has the advantage. Colorado's Mm -hmm. good. Like they're really good. They're Calgary, but better. I think losing the goaltender and Kempfer could be an issue. I don't think it's as big of a deal as everybody's making it out to be. I think Frank core is a, a decent backup. He showed it in Nashville where he knows how to play the game, but I just think Colorado is better than Calgary in every single facet. And they got Kale McCarr. I think he's the X factor. You need to try to figure out a way to slow him down. He is, he's really good. You know, he's the, he's the Connor McDavid on the back end. He makes their team tick. And if, if you can't get in his kitchen, if you can't get a body on him, if you can't make him think, then that makes me nervous if I'm, if I'm an Oilers fan because, gosh, when he when he gets confident, he's up in the rush, he's all over the place, and he's he's hard to contain. Now, in that last game, yes, McCarr is uh, he's lethal, and he's from Alberta, which drives me nuts because he's Alberta just boy. killing. He's, yeah, he's killing us. Uh, so, you know, the the real mistake was letting them score with 20 seconds left in the first. That was, it was a no goal. It was a no goal. It but even but I want to know kind of what you're, what you're like. I, I hate bitching about calls like that. That event shouldn't even happen. That's my real beef. The others just fell asleep with 20 seconds left in the first after tying it and let them do that, which then resulted in two score, but into two goals. But you, you think that was, that should have been offside. Well, it, there was so many things in that play that should have prevented the goal. Hey, yes, it's offside. First and foremost, it was completely offside. Everybody, I was listening in because I don't have a TV. It's a lifestyle choice. And usually I stream it. What on earth? I know, I know, I know. But I was listening on the radio broadcast to the Colorado broadcast. And even the Colorado guys are like, that's no goal. It's going to take a miracle for this to be a goal. And all of a sudden it's like, it's a goal. Holy moly. So there's that. Mike Smith has to save that puck. What is he doing? That's from like top of the circles. I don't care how hard your shot is. Like, what are, you, what are we doing here? Mike Smith is 6'4", 225. He takes up a big portion of the net and it just goes short side. Goes by his ears, yeah. It's like, what are we doing here? 
Hey, I'm starting Koskinen this game. No, John, no, that's a hot take, John. Oh, with the why is that a hot take? Smitty, Smitty battles, Smitty battles. And yeah, that's what I want. I want a goalie. Let's give up the first three, but oh, he's going to be good for the next 20. He battles the next game. The first round, Brad. So this is brand in game ones. Terrible. He's got like an eight, whatever save percentage, but in game twos in the playoffs, he's now yeah. stopped 67 of 70 shots. He's bounced back really well. If, if Schmitty doesn't play good tonight, I go Miko game three, but I think, I think Mike Smith, because he's been good in games two through whatever in every other series, I think he's maybe earned the benefit of the doubt tonight. I, they'll start him. Oh, I don't yeah. think they should. Like he's wow. gonna get the he's gonna get the net, but I think Koskinen should. And Koskinen played good. He, he played did, he did. 21. He played well. But this many and then here's the thing, and they're gonna he's gonna lose you potentially another game. I don't I don't know, but he might steal you one though. Do you want a goalie who's a good bounce back goalie? Yeah, he's a good bounce back goalie, or he's just a good goalie. Well, you yeah. know, you don't want a goalie, but it's not like Nico is like a great option either. <laughs> well, Tampa but, fans are rejoicing in the fact that Vasilevsky is a bounce back goalie. True, but yeah. I'd rather have a goalie who's not a bounce back goalie, who's just a good goalie. Yeah, he's a good goalie. I don't want a guy who drops a deuce every third game. Oh, that was a shitty game. Oh, but he'll next game, he's going to be great. <laughs> hey, yes. But your options, like you said, are limited because Koskinen's not, you know, he's not Shashirskin over there. Yeah, <laughs> he's certainly insane. not Igor Shashirskin. Wow. Um, yeah, the goaltending in the other series. What's been your takeaway from, or what was your takeaway from game one of that series with the Rangers? Just, I, I think not surprising. Me, yeah, like I, I kind of had that feeling. Like I wanted to bet on the Rangers. I didn't end up doing it, but I was like, you know, Tampa's been off for so long and there has to be something about the emotional high of winning a game seven on the road then coming back to your home rink again when maybe you thought there was a chance you weren't going to get to play in front of your fans. Like I felt like that emotional high would be a bit of an advantage for the Rangers. I tell you what, and I liken it back to Scott Stevens. Jacob Truba to me is the X factor for the Rangers. I know Panarin's great. I know Vetrano and Cop and Shesterkin, all these guys are they get the press. The fact that you can have a defenseman who could just end your life at any given second you're coming across the blue line, that strikes fear in forwards. All like you can tell me you're oh I don't think about it. You watch the highlights. You read the press clippings. You see Seth Jarvis is still in a fog. Like he's still feeling the effects of that oh, hit yeah. two days after the fact. He buries guys. He won them the series versus Pittsburgh. He won them the series versus Carolina when he mashed up Domi. The guy jumps him, gets a two and a five. He mashes up Jarvis, wins that game for him, gets a too many men penalty. He is an X factor for the Rangers. Hmm. And, and I think if I'm Kucherov, if I'm these guys and I'm crossing over the blue line, do I want to get blown up by this guy? I, I, I'm telling you, man, the Rangers are good. People just sleep on them. They got a good power play. They have that lights out goaltender. They got the goals when they need them from their forwards. I don't mind myself a Rangers final. I think they're a fun team to watch. That blue line too. Like if it's not already one of the best, like it will be in the next few years, the best blue line in the NHL. Lindgren, young, unreal. Fox, young, unreal. Keandre Miller, Braden Schneider. Truba still has a lot of good years in front of him. Like that's, that's a, yeah. Criders wow. kept his momentum from the regular seasons. The Bindajad started the playoffs a little sleepy. He is fully awake. And then the kids who are all like super elite high draft pick, but like now they're kind of coming to form. Kid line. Yeah. Kid line. Love a good kid. Well, line. and they're good. And I, like he don't, those guys, and they they will be a, a difference maker in this series because I think the first couple of lines, like we always say, they cancel each other out. Where's the depth going to come from? It's interesting. Goudreau's on the other side now, but when you got a first, like first overall pick and a second overall pick on your third line, like Jay was saying, those guys got some talent, man, and they're fun to watch when they get going. They're they're dangerous. So I don't sleep on the Rangers like everybody is. I, th- I think they got a shot to you know make it a run here. Rangers Oilers final. Thoughts? What is Mark Messier and Wayne Gretzky going to do? Their, their heads are going to... Oh, Wayne's been fading the Oilers since the BOA. Like, wow, what a joke. What do you guys think of that? Him him on TNT, National... Reverse Tele- psychology. If, if I want to know if he's trying to reverse jinx, because if he is, I love you, Wayne. Genius. But like, Wayne, doing. you have to be the ultimate homer. Like, that is... He's deep ops covert. He's doing the reverse psychology. He knows exactly what the play is. What a leader. It is funny that they've played. Well, they played LA. He never played for Nashville. Now they're playing. Okay. Yeah. He's got a lot. He's been on a lot of teams, Wayne. You would have figured he was two, a two team guy, but he's four or five for four, Wayne. Four or four. Four. St. Louis, four. New York, Edmonton, LA. And St. Louis is St. like Louis the biggest cup of coffee ever. Bullshit. Yeah. Wasn't he there for like 20 games? That's yeah. weird. 
Uh, anyways, yeah, I don't know where we're going. Hey, what have you thought about, uh, like this is something that got brought up the other day by a few people, but the NHL being on ESPN now being on TNT major networks in the States that are giving it really good coverage. Have you noticed that there's more of like a general buzz about the sport in the U S because of that? Like, I just think about like ESPN now, and I said this from the start, they now have a reason to play NHL highlights right off the bat in sports center. Like, have you seen noticed like more attention on the game? Oh, without a doubt. And, and as a player, when I went into the league, that was the first year that they sold the rights. ESPN dropped out Gary Bettman, like we're going to go the outdoor living network. And it I was a complete that. failure because no one knew that channel even existed. And, and it hurt the brand. And you, and you saw it in the sponsorships, you saw it in the HRR, the hockey related revenue. And all of a sudden, like uh, our, our cap was stagnant. We weren't making that much money. The owners, our franchise values went down. ESPN is such a huge brand. Everybody listens to them. Everybody watches them. Everybody is in tune with them. And then you, all of a sudden you tie in Disney, you tie in all these companies because Disney owns ESPN and it's just, you you're everywhere and you do notice it. You, You see it on TV, you see it on ads, you see it on your computer and it's huge. It's honestly huge when you can just pull up your ESPN app and you see a highlight and it's right there or you, you just pull it up on your phone. It's like, wow, like the scores are the first thing you look at. It's not stupid basketball or like football. It's hockey. It's right there. It's hockey. And it's, it is so incredibly good. And it's, it's going to grow the game in the States. So one, the one smart thing Batman did was sign with the SPN. I'll give him that. The, uh, I was watching, there was a commercial that popped up the other day for Disney plus, and it was like, you know, the Mandalorian and then NBA and then like a highlight of Connor McDavid as part of like the Disney plus ESPN package. And I was like, man, like that is so cool that like, finally you're getting that branding that the sport kind of deserves. And I saw, I know up in Canada, it was 1.8 or sorry, 2.2 million Canadians watched game one. And down in the States, it was 1.8 million fans watched game one. It was the most watched first game of a series since the early nineties. And that doesn't count the streaming numbers either. That was just, so 4 million people, your M Chuck math, watched that game on TV alone. And the streaming services, at least from what I've heard, is a big, big part of how the games consume down south. So even more of that, and then you factor in like illegal streamers and stuff like that, like it's been just great for the game. And I mean, it hasn't changed anything up north of the border, but south of the border, like it's just massive for the sport. Man, I just I yeah, closing in on bag milk only fans numbers. How many subscribers you got? Six million bag milk? Oh, they love the feed picks. They love them. <laughs> you're most John. Yeah, you're most John. Don't worry about that. Well, it, it, man, and 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 think about this. You know, now now that now that the the times are all six p.m. Mountain, eight p.m. Eastern. Now, like now that you can they can showcase the best player in the league. When all, and also versus you know one of the other top three best players in the league with McKinnon and Drysaddle, who's also in the top three. This is like now the distribution is there to get in, in the time slots line up for everyone on the East coast to, to see this. And there'd be nothing more exciting than, an, you know, if the Oilers can pull this off and play a team like the Rangers and it's, you know, game oh. seven in Madison square garden, Leo, uh, you know, Leon dry Connor McDavid, like on that big, big grand stage, so like that, game. like that'd be like exactly Gary Bedman's probably going to phone the refs and try to pull a few favors after last game here to try to make this, uh, this a destiny, <laughs> a reality, but, Oh, it would be huge for the NHL. And and this is the dream scenario. Cause the last two years it's been, they've yeah. had Dallas, they've had, and oh, mind you, Tampa Bay has gotten popular, but it, it's not a New York. It's not a Chicago. It's not a Toronto. There's there's still a small market team when it comes to popularity in the NHL. So to get those two fans, get the Canadian content, get Edmonton, and then to get the Rangers. Oh my word! It would be Gary. He doesn't deserve. I I dislike Gary Bettman with a, with a extreme passion. Personal. And so <laughs> I. I, I would be happy for the NHL, but I would not be happy for him. He's just, he's so, he's, you guys don't know him like I know him. He's the absolute worst. He's what he's the oil Arizona. Right? You got to remember, like, the first thing he did when he came into power in 19, I think 94, was he came up here and overruled our local corrupt owner, Peter Pocklington, who'd basically sold the team to Houston. And Gary Bettman came in and was like, ah, uh, no. And the fact that somebody was more powerful than Peter Pocklington, everybody in Edmonton was like, oh, for real? And then even though we were so unpopular, he stood up for us like he stood up for Phoenix now. Right. And he also went. Yeah. He went to this big grocery chain of stores up here called Superstore. And he negotiated a deal for them to buy 3000 season tickets for us to qualify for the small market subsidy. 
So it was pretty crazy when he came in because like sports center or sports desk, rather at the time, every other night was like Edmonton moving Edmonton, terrible Edmonton, crappy. And Gary Bettman took over and he was, you know, brand new on the job and he went to war for his tiniest market. So I understand, like, I'm sure you have very valid reasons, but like from our perspective, I really like Gary Bettman because I don't think there'd be an Oilers team if it wasn't for him. Truly. All right. I like him now. Whatever. <laughs> well, you got a different, oh, I swear to him. we're up one, nothing. Uh, so John, before we let you go, give us your prediction. What's going to happen in the conference finals. Who do you have as your cup winner? I think Mike Smith will have a bounce back game tonight. He always does. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah, bounce back, Schmitty. You know, I'm going to go Colorado and I'm going to go the Rangers. I, I, okay. I think Colorado is just too strong. I think the Oilers, they had a good run. If Great the run. Oilers lose this round, is this a successful season for the Oilers? Of course. Yes. yes. We're, totally. we're sitting back and we're just like, yes, I want them to win the cup. But like, I'm also sitting back and just enjoying the fact that we're here. The last Canadian team standing. It was, a, I agree. It's a good run. I, it wouldn't surprise me if Edmonton makes it, but I just, I, I don't think they got enough horses in the stable. I think Colorado's too good. And then I think the Rangers, they're going to continue to surprise. Shesterkin's so good, man. Like he's, oh, and he's, and he's back to like his elite self. Yeah. Like he kind of took a little while to find himself. And now he is a brick wall. He's unstoppable. So I like those two guys in the finals. It's going to be, yeah, Colorado would, Rangers, an, an excellent final. And who would I, you I'm have winning take, that? Who would you have winning that? I think it's going to be the Rangers. Ooh. I like the New York Rangers. Yeah. I, th- I think they're a good team as good as Colorado is. I think they just Jacob Truba, man. I like the way he plays. He's just so incredibly mm. good. He just buries guys. And I think he's an, he's the Scott Stevens. He's a Scott Stevens this year. And he's just going to will him to a Stanley cup championship. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, Probably since, wrong, but there you go. <laughs> since a big part of this was, uh, you know, the redemption for the Oilers, I'm also going to pat myself on the back again at Daily Faceoff. My prediction for who would be in the Stanley Cup final this year: Rangers Abs at the start of the playoffs. How my, dare you? My bracket had Rangers Abs as the final, and I didn't fucking bet on it. And I'm mad, mad at myself no for not kidding. doing that. That's pretty impressive for the Rangers. Everybody had them going out in the first round. Most people did. It's just, we know, what do you know about the playoffs, right? It's goaltending and special teams. A lot of times can make a difference. And that's what happened for the Rangers against Carolina, right? Like their power play got kind of hot at the right time. And Shesterkin picked up his game. And I just looked at them at the beginning of the playoffs. And I was like, special teams and goalie. They got it. That's enough for me. Yeah. Um, But it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And uh, if the Oilers do make the cup final, John, we'll have you back on the pod and we'll talk about it. I have one question. I've been thinking about this. Evander (laughs) Kane, how much do you give him in the off season? I think the deal will be like four years, seven mil. And do you pull that trigger? I don't know. Can we? We have to move some pieces. Got to move money. You got to get Cassian out. You'd have to get Barrio. I, I, I think you let him go. I honestly think you let him go get his money somewhere. Yeah. Does he send Connor McDavid half of that contract? Oh, he he owes him something real nice. <laughs> Did you see his agent Dan Milstein after he after Kane scored last game? He just tweeted the money bag emoji. Uh, he's that's such the worst. Yeah, I don't know it's if such uh, a douchey would do move. Like, is it? No, read the room for crying. Yeah, out. especially just, the player. It's like you're the worst. You like yeah. you're, it's the worst. That guy. Did you play with him in Buffalo? <laughs> no, I would I would retired. I think I would have okay. left if he was on my team. He's easy. How is he in the room at Edmonton? Sorry, you would have retired if you were on his team or you retired <laughs> yeah. before you could play with him? Both. Okay. I don't like him. I don't like him. That's fair. I, I, I'm yeah. good friends with Buff and mm-hmm. um, he's, uh, you know, he's just a bad guy. Just not a nice guy. Oh, so you would you would there. not go four years seven million. I don't. Yeah, years. I think you just. I think you just you enjoy this experiment mm-hmm. uh, in a short run and let it go. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. You don't bring him back. You let him go. That's a good call. Like it's smart, not- very rare smart take from Jay. <laughs> and I gotta go, everybody. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you enjoy the rest of the conference finals, John. All right, fellas. We'll go Oilers, John. Yeah. I know you believe. Yeah, you got to believe, John. Number one, I super know, fan. I, all right, see you, fellas. All right, see, see, ya. Ya. see you later. All right, there you go. It's John Scott. On now, boys, just podcast. a sec here before we, I mean, this is recording, but just between us before we get back into it, how does a guy who doesn't have a TV. He streams it, he said. 
But he also made it sound like he was only he streaming. To it on the radio. And he also yeah. listens to it on the radio. He yeah, just streamed but the like, audio. The way that he, but he, he has a hockey podcast. <laughs> the way he was describing players and being good at like, and he was like talking about intangibles and shit. I'm starting to wonder if John Scott isn't blowing smoke up our asses when he <laughs> comes on this show. Like when he's talking in the next breath, how the Rangers are a great team to watch. But in the previous sentence, that he doesn't have a TV. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's the power of the internet. Come on. Strange. Mm. The internet of the mind. Remember last time he said the nude sucks, mm-hmm. but then afterwards you guys were like, "But I don't think he thinks the nude sucks. Oh. I think he's just saying the nude sucks." We should have. We should have uh, asked him. He, about although that. he did say that Nuge had a great series against Calgary. He did. Uh, yeah. Well, he he, he 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 admitted he was wrong. He did, and that's he he that's all that matters. Crow. He's a man of his word. John Scott, honorable. Uh, okay. Uh, before we keep moving along, got to give some love to a few of our lovely sponsors, including Campio Brewing Company. They're doing a big beer thing tonight, June 2nd. Um, there's going to be like all these craft beers. I keep hearing about it. Really, really neat stuff. If you're maybe going to games three and four, you need a spot with some great food and great beer. It's right by the rink. Pull up to Campio. You get a couple there. beers in you. Get a good base oh. layer down before what will probably be a busy night of drinking for people <sighs> attending the game. Saturday. Saturday's a big day. Saturday's a very big day. I hope it's going to be very nice out. Hopefully 6 p.m. start on a Saturday. 6 p.m. is magical. just great. What I feel sorry for, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Garth Brooks is playing on Saturday. What is that guy doing? You I thought he just announced arena, his concert like yesterday. I didn't realize yeah, it was that soon. New York minute. It's oh, like a quick one. But there's people that are just like scrambling to try to give away their tickets for the Oilers, which I love so much. But that is a Sophie's choice if there ever was one. Not oh, for me. Yeah. I went and saw Garth Brooks. It was fine. I'm going to the Oilers all day. I'm going to the Oilers. Yeah. Garth Brooks played here nine times. You know how long it's been since there's been nine conference final games in the city? Oh, I, I know I'm ditching, but like you've probably also bucked up. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think old Garth written 15 new albums since his last nine I, concerts extravaganza. Like if, yeah, if, if, if Garth, like because like, Garth is rich as shit. Like we know this, right? And he comes here because he knows he can sell out stadiums and God damn it. His music is fantastic, but it would be so awesome if he's like, guys, I gotcha. We're postponing this. Go Oilers. Or if he was like, it we're doing the, the concert at one o'clock. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Mama, backed up, backed up by Los Lobos. Oh, That's happening, right? It's a mashup. Really it's, it's, it's a, it's a collab on La Bamba. Oh, that'd be oh, Garth comes wow. out and sings La Bamba with Los Lobos. Like that would, that that's a flex move. Cause he's like, fuck it. Like, yeah, I, I, I'll cancel the concert. I'll try to delay it. I don't need the money. I, I love Edmonton so much. I'm going to, I'm going to make this decision for you. So much easier for him to come here and do multiple shows that have to do a mini tour. Right. Oh yeah. Or it'd be also be interesting if he go hits the stage and he looks out and he's like, where the fuck is everybody? He, he just, just know. he goes, he gets called to sing the anthem, but he just does his concert set so he can get it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> it did my delivery. The pregame is it, two hours. Cool we actually get an 8 p.m. Or he pays, live. he pays Commonwealth to have ice and forces the game to be there while he's in concert. He's got that what kind if of they pull? went to him live during his concert and had him sing the anthem from Commonwealth in Rogers. Ooh, that's like, he, he's here, but like what he's here. Do it. Garth. He knows he's got a team around him. Also, what an opportunity. He does know. And yeah. Garth, very, very, very savvy for like creating moments for his fans. Well, this would be talked about forever. He sang oh, the yeah. national anthem because he was in town during the conference finals. We could give him another Ooh. banner beside the other banner. He would, I, I, he would deserve every banner we can give him. Uh, okay. Also need to give a shout out to Cattail Crossing next week. I'm Do you have a heart again. your chest, your M Chuck? Jesus Christ. There's ad reads that gotta Garth be done. Brooks, we're talking about an epic scenario. Well, that's we're talking about money. What are you doing Saturday? Maybe a round of cattail before the right, the game. We have our pregame show. Oh yes, okay. So then we can maybe we can't do it on a game day. So you skip Trisha yeah. Yearwood. You go right to Garth. <laughs> you know she's opening. Uh, cattail crossing. If you go out there, there is a chance you could golf in an Oilers Nation wrapped cart. Is it done yet? I don't know if it's uh, done I yet. can't wait to see if I want to see it. That's super I cool. think Jared said it might be done already. Uh, also shout out to our luxury sponsor, Alpha Romeo, whoever gets that package or who got, whoever got that package two nights at the JPL in an Alpha Romeo to drive out there. I sat in one when I went to the dealership. You're living a good life. I drove one the other day. It is wow. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. We need, we do need to wrap this up right away, but uh, what do we think? We do. Back tonight? we do. 
only because you you wanted us to wrap this up. You're now a homeowner. Yeah, I know. I you I, now have a basement to flood. Yeah, I have my own my very own basement that I can flood. Actually, there is. Speaking of burritos, there is actually I just saw that they invented this edible tape. So yeah. when you wrap your burrito at home, you can tape it shut. Oh, smart. I don't know if I like that. Then you could one hand your burrito. Why do you like the, just the challenge of the wrap? Or I just eating edible tape. I feel like there's long-term consequences oh to my living God. your life like that. You just got a case of those Bud Light sodas. Yeah, exactly. There, there is less chemicals those. in that tape than there is in those sodas. There's I less chemicals if you went out and licked the street in front like of the office. It's actually made with food. In, there's probably less chemicals in real tape than that edible tape, though. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's fact. Well, like, um, you, you, you always remember, like, the, the folklore of... Um, like cheese slices it being like one molecule off of plastic yeah. right that was always like the the urban legend of yeah, yeah. you know cheese slices uh, tape is just one molecule off of um edible burrito tape i guess yeah sure um anyways if you didn't see my social post about it kennedy kennedy's mom went to the states and kennedy had her bring back a case of bud light seltzers or bud light hard sodas and we split them so i have six and i get one per game that's my rule i'm making them last rationing oh my god they're so damn good <sighs> this is bringing back horrible memories i'm having ptsd from this amber you know you can I order that worried for on, your no. boyfriend's health Don't you can order that kind of stuff on amazon here i'm just uh, but like, like out of market drinks and shit, black market, Amazon, even booze, Bull Amazon, or there'll be somewhere that does because people bring in wine and stuff. You can bring in a seltzer. I see uh Coors edge, non-alcoholic beer on Amazon. <laughs> Bud yeah, Light Hard Soda Canada. Actually, when I when I'm when I'm off the sauce, the the Coors Edge is actually not bad for non-alcoholic beer. Really? Yeah. I had one in my fridge for about a year because I got it free once with an order of pizza. Oh, drink it. I didn't drink it. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I don't see the point. Yeah, like I do like like I enjoy. Well, don't the you taste like of beer. don't you like the taste of beer? I love the taste of beer, but I also like. But I like the, the business end of it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. But like if you're if you're taking if you're taking a vacation from business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just drink water. Yeah, that's fair. Hydrated. Yep. Nice coconut water. That'd I be think- delicious. I do like a nice coconut water. I do uh, also, I after think, a, a night of drink a lot of beer, mm-hmm. I think John Scott's just bullshitting us. <laughs> I don't think anything general. he says he means. I think he's saying whatever the hell he thinks is going to get a rise out of us, and then fuck it off into the sun. I think he has a TV. Oh, oh, he well, he he, uh, he also is about to have his seventh kid. Yeah, he's crazy. It might be a what girl. What is going on? He has six girls. Six no, girls. Maybe, no time for TV. He doesn't have a TV. But he like he so he 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 retires. He buys a house in Traverse City, Michigan. But then while he's living there, he goes and buys like a piece of land, like that's forested, and he's like building. Like he's going like Survivor Man. He's going lum- like full lumberjack. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Off but he's still streaming hockey or listening to on the radio, and he's got takes. <laughs> And a That's very cool. successful podcast. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, this is yes, quite amazing. Test. You gotta love it. Yeah. But he's 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 fun. Like he, he's got a good like voice. Like he's he's just, he's he's a good guy. Like yeah, John yeah. Scott. He he's makes a good a guy. Content. But I think he's bullshitting us. I think he's pulling the old wool over our eyes. The Western Conference Finals. Oh. If you want he's to hear, an engineer of some kind, is he? Not? Yes. That is his job. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's perfect for him to go off. He's an engineer. Yeah. Yeah. He works full time as he an did, engineer. He, so he, he did four years of school. Like he played college hockey and got his engineering like degree. Sort of MIT engineer. or whatever. Uh, uh, fucking mechanical too. engineer. Yeah. I, bl- I believe he's no, not MIT. Uh, I think he was South his, Michigan, Michigan yeah. state, South Michigan. It was one of the Michigan schools, the Michigan, the Michigan Institute of technology. Yes. MIT, Michigan tech. <laughs> Michigan Tech. There we go. Michigan Tech. So he's got his mechanical engineer degree. And he like designs. I last time I talked to him about it, he was like designing airflow ducts or something. No, that's not mechanical. a man who doesn't own a television. I guarantee it. It's his brand. It is. Maybe he has to say that. Maybe because maybe because his Disney character is being portrayed as someone without a TV, so he has to act for the next little bit as if he doesn't have one. Yeah. Keep He's a Disney brand. character. Disney has the rights to his life. They're going to make a movie. They're going to make a movie about him. Disney optioned the right to the. Oh my God. You're going to be Taylor Hall lifting him up at the all-star game. That's what I want to know. Taylor Hall lifting him up with one of them weird zooms in his pocket. Taylor Lautner. Microsoft. <laughs> There's no way Taylor Hall knows how to use Microsoft teams. It's the stupidest out of all. Oh my God. It's <laughs> so no bad. It, There's it's no way. So dumb. Like, I don't believe it. For teams a is. Uh, 
Uh, well, I run a Mac, Nintendo but Teams is just a shit show. We should make. Yeah. Uh, we should get Kennedy to help us with a mock ad where, like, we, it's us pretending to be like the American Freedom. We're like, all right, we should call Connor before we start the podcast on Microsoft Teams, and it won't connect, and it, and it just doesn't. And pick like, up. damn you, Teams! <laughs> <laughs> this is our it. chance. <laughs> ah, I just redub the one with Taylor Hall. Just have me like me when they go to him. <laughs> okay. All right, we're wrapping this thing up. Let me just answer that here on my foldable talking device. Like, there's no way he's even an Android guy. He's like, come on, you're telling me Taylor Hall uses the flip Android? No fucking way. Nobody wants that WhatsApp. I don't, is it a Microsoft device he's answering? I think so. It it has to be, probably for the commercial sake. It has to, everything has to be Microsoft. Everybody uses these. You lie. It's like a corded house phone. He's answering. Them. It's the Newton. <laughs> right. He answers on a Newton. <laughs> you wouldn't. Take this it. damn stylus won't hit answer. Uh, before we wrap things up, <laughs> shout out to Oodle Noodle and DoorDash. They're your pregame meal. It's a road game tonight. If you're not coming to the watch party at Beercade, maybe you're sitting at home having a couple nation beers. Order Oodle Noodle on our friends at DoorDash. Yeah, you don't have to leave. Get a hot box tonight. It's I know it's warm out, but do it for the boys because we need to come out hot tonight. Hot See what I did there? Is elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You, you like manifesting an Oilers win with your bets. Some yes. people could manifest it with their Oodle Noodle order. I bet 100%. money line tonight. Yeah. Well, and it's also juicy, like plus yep. 140 or 145 yeah. or whatever the hell we got. We're, we're betting on that's it. That's good. And then betting on dry to get two points. That's just good business. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's also manifesting, you know, him's his dominance. Uh, yep. And then it's not worth betting Connor one and a half. It's not, it's just not juicy. It's just not it's fun. Not yeah. It's not fun. Go have some fun. Bet on another McLeod goal. He's coming. Yeah. I'm going to keep okay. talking because I know Tyler wants yeah, to wrap okay, this we up. Go. Hit he's the got work to do. He's got a Yamamoto goal also. Yeah, I, he's due. Yamo yeah. is due. He's all Hit around the, the net. Hit the button. He's hungry. Top right button. <laughs> Top right button. Oh, this is enjoyable, folks. I have a thing at 320. He is so stressed out. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.